but it's easy to make excuses not to. It's hard to just say yes and to just start. You're listening to episode number 88 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. New episodes are released every Sunday on Self-Care Sunday, except for today, which you will know is a Monday if you're listening to this when it comes out. And generally, we talk about mental health, entrepreneurship, and social media on the podcast. However, today, we're digging into Daydreaming 101, which is the most recent workshop weekend that I hosted in partnership with Danny Anderson Creative, and which is the reason why today's episode is coming a day late to you. I think the first time maybe in podcast history that this episode is being uploaded on a day other than a Sunday. But we recorded this episode over the past 48 hours uh, as we were kind of decompressing every day throughout this conference weekend, which we'll share more with you, and really wanted to just share our feedback and lessons learned from planning an event of this size and working with a new business partner and everything that we took away from Daydreaming 101. So let's get more into today's episode. episode 86, I introduced you to Danny Anderson, who is an event planner, a new mother, an entrepreneur, and also my partner on Daydreamers Collective, which is a partnership between our two companies to create inspiring, creative, and educational events, and hopefully an event series, which I think after this weekend, it will definitely be turning into that. Now, before I get into talking too much about the event itself, I do just want to mention COVID is still a thing. We live in Alberta where things have pretty much been reopened um, in some capacity for maybe over a month now at this point. Um, But that being said, we were super cautious with event planning and knew from the beginning that we would have to incorporate so many aspects into this event to make sure that it was going to be safe. So while we don't talk too much about all of those logistical things, because if you're listening to this, you know, a year or two years from now, hopefully um, all of these restrictions are not going to be applicable and we didn't want to dive too much into that logistical side of things. But we did, for example, cap the event at 50 people, which is the maximum that you can have inside a space at any time for an event. We hosted a full portion of the event digitally to reduce people coming together in person. We spaced out photo shoot times so that there was no more than like six people max in the space at a time. Uh, The rooftop mixer was outside, which allowed us to gather more people together. But even so, all of the staff were wearing masks. We had socially distanced reminders. Um, Staff would bring drinks to the people instead of having people standing, waiting in lines, crowded together. There was so many little aspects that we did take into consideration. And so I don't want you to take this episode and think that um, these things were not top of mind because we don't talk about it in this episode and I don't want to encourage people to host large events during a time that obviously this is still something that's very prevalent and a serious issue, but I did just want to preface this episode by making those remarks because we don't talk about it too much in the episode itself and I want to make sure that everybody just has a clear understanding of where we were coming from, uh, from the event planning and logistics side. So Daydreaming 101 was the first event in this series and the first thing that Danny and I have really ever done together as business partners in this sense. And to give you kind of an overview of what this weekend in Calgary looked like, 
Thursday was digital influencer marketing workshops. Friday and Saturday, uh, Danny had fully styled an historic building downtown Calgary for creatives to come in and use this styled space as a setup for brand campaigns to shoot creative content and really just have fun and challenge themselves as creatives. And then Saturday evening, we had a fireside chat with two influencers, Alexa Fassett and Maria Jose, two influencers who have really learned to establish their niche and their aesthetic and their editing style. And so we had that fireside chat to really talk about uh, using creativity strategically in your business, their creative processes, and ending the entire weekend on the Saturday night was a rooftop mixer. So a private rooftop downtown, we had all of these like-minded influencers influencers and business owners together to network and really just like celebrate the creativity and everything we had learned that weekend. So that's an overview of what our event looks like. Now let's get into what this episode is going to look like. This episode is structured a little bit differently than I think any episode I've done before, which is that we sat down at the end of every day of our creative workshop weekend called Daydreaming 101, and we really took moments to reflect on everything we had learned throughout that day, uh, lessons learned, takeaways and really share this process with you guys. So if you are somebody who's thinking about planning an event in your city or you're about to take on a new partnership in your business or you're just really interested in the behind the scenes of what Daydreaming 101 looks like and really what it takes to put these events on, we wanted to take you through that entire journey because I think being transparent in this industry is so important to both Danny and I, and we really wanted to share this creative process with you. Before we get too much into this episode, I want to give a massive thank you and shout out to the Weston Calgary, who actually sponsored our stay this weekend, not just for Danny and I, but for our team of influencers. And that to us was such a vital piece, I think, of having a really successful weekend was just having a place to come back to and decompress together as a team to practice some self-care, to relax, and to just have that peace of mind at the end of every day, which, you know, when you're planning a super jam-packed weekend, the event logistics, um, just back-to-back meetings, everything... We were exhausted by, you know, by the end of Thursday night, which was the first day I was like already done. And we still had two more days after that. So to be able to stay at the Westin and to really feel taken care of in that regard was so huge to us. I do want to mention that they set us up with the Sleep Well package, which is one of their wellness packages um, for basically anybody who's looking to take a staycation. And what the Sleep Well package included was hot tea waiting in our rooms for us when we arrived that first evening, lavender balms to help us feel more soothed before bed, the heavenly bed experience from the West End, which I will honestly say probably the comfiest bed I've ever slept in in my entire life. And I'm like trying to figure out now, can I buy the pillows that they had there? Because hotel pillows and Weston heavenly bed pillows are honestly just, they make for the best night's sleep ever. Um, We had candles that they had given us in our rooms and really great juices, clean juices that they set us up with for the morning of Sunday. Um, Basically just these little touches that 
makes such a big difference when you're staying for a full weekend, whether from a business perspective or a vacation perspective, you know, to feel taken care of. I also do want to shout out the staff at the Westin who were so accommodating and just went above and beyond with every request. We had a meeting on the Sunday morning with our team that they set up for us in the meeting rooms there. Um, Just every little detail honestly was amazing about our stay. So I'm going to end it there, but massive thank you to the Westin. And if you're in Calgary or if you're looking for a staycation, I would highly recommend. So let's rewind and start this podcast back on Friday evening at the Westin when Danny and I gathered for our first reflection after the first two days of Daydreaming 101. Okay, so let's start with yesterday, which was technically the first day. So I was running webinars all day. We had a morning and an evening workshop my like influencer marketing workshop that you guys are familiar with that I run. And while I was doing that, Danny was on site setting up and styling the space. Yeah. So we were located at the Foreman's building, which is in downtown Calgary in the iconic Beltline district. Uh, Foreman's is a heritage style building that is family owned. It is four floors technically with a retail space on the bottom. And then we have Um, two floors of additional space plus a rooftop patio. So I've had some amazing partners come on board to help us style the space, uh, primarily vintage uh, rentals. We've had some amazing vintage curators for garments. We've had bloom screens come in. Like It's been a ton of vendors helping us out. The interesting thing about the space is with it being a heritage style building, uh, no elevator. <laughs> so, uh, myself with my team members, shout out to Ricardo and Callista, who helped me haul, um, I would say probably over 20 to 25 vintage furniture pieces, Jeez. anything from couches to bookends to ottomans, chairs, desks. Uh, we had those rented from Orange, uh, Orange Trunk, who is, Heather is amazing. She's been so supportive of this workshop. Uh, we had three massive uh, silk floral installations, which we actually put on the rooftop. So uh, <laughs> Sarish from Bloom Screens does these silk floral installations. We had everything set up. And about an hour and a half later, we started getting these dings on our phones. You know when you get the ding and all of a sudden everyone's phone goes off at the same time? At this time, Rockify, which is a rental company that does pretty much anything that you can rent, it's on there. They've been an amazing sponsor. They're unloading, so we have like hundreds of pieces of glassware coming into the building. We all get this tornado alert on our phones, and I literally looked at my team and I was like, we have to go. So we start (laughs) booking it up these stairs. Keep in mind, we've done these stairs like probably 60 times already at this point. We book it up four flights of stairs, we get to the rooftop, and it is miserable. It is like tornado weather, like the sky is dark, it's about to hail, and I'm like, guys, we have 10 minutes. So all of us are unclipping, unhooking, literally like just like trying to get things down without breaking anything. We got everything down in about 10 minutes. Like I think it just goes to show you that we're very inefficient as humans because <laughs> normally that probably would have taken me an hour, and I was like, I don't have time to mess around. So... That comes down about a minute later, it starts hailing. And at this point, I'm at home because I was doing the workshop and I'm staring at the window uh, and I just see like this flash rain start and I'm like, oh dear Lord. Like in my head, I'm just picturing our beautiful rooftop with all these 
flower installations and I'm like, everything is gonna be ruined. And then about five minutes later, it's like truly like serious rain, like <laughs> hail, like it looks like the world is ending outside. And in my head, I think I, like, texted you. Yes, I was you like, um, okay, like, I'm praying for everything. Like, if you need anything, let me know, even though I'm literally, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm across like, the uh, city. I don't know if I can do anything. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I literally had no idea what was going on. So I'm just, like, sitting in my house. I felt so helpless. And then Danny texts me, like, 10 minutes later. She's like, yeah, it's okay. We got everything down, like, 10 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, amazing. Like, what? Like, how? (laughs) Anyone that doesn't appreciate weather alerts, you need to be an event planner because, like, honestly, you get the alert and they're so on the ball of, like, predicting bad weather these days in terms of, like, extreme. Like, it was very extreme. You're correct in saying, like, flash rain, hail, like, massive hail, lightning, wind. Like, it was nuts. And it all came within, I would say, like, a 20-minute window where the sky got super dark and it rolled in. So getting that alert, it was just like, I'm not messing around. Like, we're going up there and we're taking it down. And I'm so glad we did. Um, So it was kind of funny because as much as we wanted to have those floral installations available for the whole weekend, today ended up being similar. Like, Mm -hmm. the weather here has been so unpredictable. So yesterday we managed to take everything down. We spent, we got to the space at about 10 a.m., we were done set up at about six and we had our first crew in last night doing content. So we had Will coming in who owns his kind of own uh, content creation gig and he does a lot of photography. Um, he brought a model in. We had our own photographer Cam come in and do some behind the scenes footage and it was super cool. Like something that made it super validating for this project was just seeing other creators find value in the space and I think that that was my biggest fear or like my self-doubt going into this weekend was like, will anyone else get this? Will anyone else see what I see, see what we see, find mm-hmm. the value in what we're doing? Uh, and I, in my heart, I knew they would, but there was this tiny piece in my brain that like holds me back from realizing the full potential of, you know, what we do that was like, maybe people will walk in and just be like, oh, and have that like disappointed look. Mm-hmm. So when he first walked in, I was super anxious, to be honest. We were making small talk, Will and I, and uh, we were talking about, like, stupid things. And I was like, okay, well, here's the space. And his response was just like, wow, this is so cool. Like, this is unreal. I can't wait to get in here. And that was, like, it just totally shifted my perspective again to be like, Danny, like, you know that you believe in what you do. Why are you doubting yourself yeah. 10 minutes before this is going to launch? And it was funny because the whole week I was ready. I was pumped. The whole day when I looked back at the setup, I was like, amazing. Five seconds before someone's supposed to walk in, I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like, lock the doors. Like, burn it down. The moment that you were the most ready, you felt the least ready. Yes. That's totally. so weird. And, you know, it was funny because Ricardo and Calissa and I had spent all day, every little detail, every fork, every cup, every flower, every plant, like, there was not a thing out of place. And I felt so confident reflecting on it until I had to show it off. And it was, like, this bizarre internal conversation of like these two people are coming in they don't know you they're going to be judging your work and again like I said 90% of me was like you're ready and the other 10% of me was like pretend you're not there and you forgot (laughs) so when they came in and they were so satisfied and I've shared a few things that Will has created and posted already and I'm going to keep sharing throughout the week because it's just unreal 
seeing your work through somebody else's lens is actually the most satisfying part. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, it's super cool to walk back and see what you've done and see the final product, but there's something even more gratifying and even more valuable in seeing a totally random person who doesn't know your brain, who doesn't know your aesthetic, who doesn't know your abilities come in and just take the space and like honestly run with it and that's exactly what they did and the same with our own event photographer cam who's amazing just seeing his own his own perspective on it was just fascinating to me and I think something that our partners in this event are going to find super valuable is it is a different outlook every single creator comes in with a different perspective and a different um, aesthetic and a different creative vibe to them and there's no one way of doing creativity and I think that's in the last 24 hours you know kind of jumping ahead to today that's what we've learned is like every single person has their own thing and they're good at what they do and they're learning and they're challenging themselves but no one creator is the same mm-hmm. and it's it's really it's really interesting to see something that you've put together the mood boards the outline like you've seen you know you've been behind the scenes with me seeing what I've wanted it to look like. You've seen it come to life. You've seen all the planning. And now to see other people create with it and do their own thing. And it's so interesting and different from what maybe our mood board looks like, but in the same breath, it has so much of the same spirit and the same feeling just through a completely different lens is like fascinating to me. Like, I feel like we should write a book on it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could. Apparently. (laughs) I I don't know what I'm going to contribute. Yeah, yeah. I I showed up and it was all set up and it was beautiful. But even think about your lens with it. Like, if you compare yourself to Will, Will took like a super moody, raw Mm -hmm. approach. You came in and it was like Taylor Swift in the background, sparkle. Yeah, totally different. But at the same time, it still maintained the spirit of the event in terms of creating and and doing something different and just like shooting different footage like the spirit remained it was just like the lens that you view it through was so different and that was what was fascinating to me it's just the difference and the different perspectives that everybody brings to the table is just like it's super cool to see it unfold before your eyes Mm -hmm. fully agree and I will say one thing that I think was a big takeaway from me over the past two days, and I mean, I've joked like, haha, what did I do? <laughs> Danny did oh, the majority. But on a more serious note, just like the importance of finding really great people to work with and people that like totally get your vision and that you jive with. And I'm going to give Danny full credit on the idea of this event and the conception and I kind of came in as like the educational piece um and I've you know hosted things with people before and I've run you guys if you've been listening for a long time you know that I co-founded a business with somebody before and it can be really challenging to find good people to work with and people that like match your level of what you're going to put into it or who are as passionate or who has the same values or the same vision or whatever And so this weekend for me was just like such a, I don't know, like a big eye opener of like, oh, wow, like there is so much value in like finding people who do really amazing work and fully trusting that person to like do their job and then show up and like you've both done your job and you're like, wow, this is incredible. Like there is so much power and really great teamwork. And I think that was like a big lesson for me this week. Yeah. And if I can add to that, like finding you, Kaylee, was fascinating to me because I'm getting educated in this space. I'm a creative in my own realm, but I find it challenging in the space that you've navigated so well to, like, understand. 
And I will say that what I think we've bro- both brought to the table is like your level of expertise and this education that you provide is is truly, you know, top of the line. Like you are doing something that is so, so well done. And the feedback that I received from people who took your workshop that know me personally is that they felt the most welcomed and the most comfortable in that setting, which mm. oftentimes maybe in this realm is not so comfortable. Mm, it's true. not so accepting. Um, I have even my sponsorship partners, so I've kind of touched on this before, but, you know, coming as a small business owner, uh, there are some hesitancies sometimes about the influencer space. How valuable is it? Um, Are they going to deliver? Is it authentic? Is it real? Is this partnership going to be something long-term to invest in? I have had nothing but great feedback thus far. And on the flip side, I feel like what we've delivered to our sponsors in terms of content so far and in terms of people coming into the space and really seeing seeing the value of what's being shared with them, these are all small business owners. Like, you know, I talk about Heather, Suresh, Rockify, all of these different things that are really owned by people who just had an idea and ran with it and have you know, become these mentors in the industry now and are now sharing with us because they are somewhat in a way passing the torch. A conversation I had with Heather from Orange Trunk was that she was just inspired that I was doing something different outside of my comfort zone. And that's why she was investing in this idea. And to me, that was like, this is a person who's been in the industry, you know, for eight years, plus another eight years doing other things like so well-rounded. And for her to be like, hey, this is cool and different and new. And I'm going to invest in you like, wow, that is so valuable. And for her to, you know, see the work that we're doing with Foreman's, even the venue that has been so gracious and sponsoring us with the space, all of the feedback that Tanya has given me has been like to see people come in here and love the space again mm-hmm. and like just value the space again. It's just breathing like fresh air in a time when it's a little bit uncertain and it's a little bit constrained and it's a little bit uncreative. And so I feel like... Yes, planning an event during COVID was very stressful. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend that it wasn't. The loopholes and the things that you have to like run through, it's it's nuts. But at the end of the day, I think that we as a partnership needed this. We needed to push ourselves. We needed to try something new. And our attendees and our sponsors needed this as well. And so I feel super, super proud of ourselves for like not being afraid and for mm-hmm. just going for it. And obviously for taking all of the steps necessary to protect the event and protect our attendees and, you know, putting the extra work in that was necessary. But at the end of the day, I can walk away feeling super proud that like every risk that felt really unmanageable about a month ago was managed. Mm -hmm. And every fear that we had two weeks ago, we've overcome. And even the self-doubt that was 10 minutes before opening night last night is like done. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really, really good feeling to start, you know, Saturday with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so everything has come together. Like this is real now. I think we like <laughs> felt <real>. some like <laughs> magic moments today. I mean, I did. It was my first time in the space today. Um, and just seeing like other creators coming in and being excited about it and like, you know, using it as their own was really cool. Um, so everything is real. It's live. Tomorrow is kind of our busier day, our bigger day. Um, we have content shootouts throughout the day. I'm doing one-on-one meetings throughout the day as well. And then in the evening, we have the fireside chat and panel with Ali and Maria. 
and our hopefully rooftop mixer, uh, as long as there's no tornado <laughs> tomorrow night. I'm not even, like, acknowledging that tornadoes exist, because we're being on, like, we're going to do it on the it's rooftop. It's just going to be on the rooftop. Exactly. Okay, amazing. Um, so tomorrow's going to be a big day for us. Is there any, like, other thoughts or things on your head right now or, like, going into tomorrow that you want to share? Um, I'll quickly touch on, I feel like the creators that came in today, something that I really want to applaud you folks on was like just the open-mindedness and the willingness to meet Mm -hmm. new people. These were creators that Kaylee and I had never really met before. There was tons of new faces in the space um, from all different industries. We had medical cosmetics. We had people that were more in like the fitness and the um, training background. We had folks that were more in like travel and obviously that has been restricted so they've kind of pivoted. It was just fascinating to me to have all of these different backgrounds of content creation coming in and finding value in the space. Uh, I don't think it's easy to like jump in to a space where you don't know anybody. I don't think it's easy to commit to an event, uh, not only during like, you know, these bizarre times, but also just in general, like to put yourself out there and to hopefully meet new people, fingers crossed, you know, you kind of go in a little bit blind. It's like literally attending a blind date with 30 other people that have the same goals and desires as you most of the time. And I think that can be really intimidating. Something that I think I want to, you know, share is that you don't have to compete with your peers. There's so much value in just like connecting with them and supporting each other and taking this space to kind of turn off like the business mindset in some ways and just come in and appreciate the value in one another and appreciate the hustle in one another and to appreciate the other approaches to creativity. Like if there's anything I've learned in this weekend is that everybody has their own viewpoint and that viewpoint is valued. And it's like to see all of those different perspectives come together in our event. That's something that I'm incredibly proud of is I think that we made a space that was approachable, but you guys also took the jump. And that tells me that like there's a reciprocated relationship that like what Kaylee and I are doing with Daydreamers has value and that we can create the space and you guys will come and like knock it out of the park. Like I will say what you guys have done thus far, and this has been like 24 hours. Like this isn't even, (laughs) tomorrow is a huge day. The bulk of our appointments are tomorrow. You guys, what you've done so far has been like incredible. Watching the footage back has been so inspiring to me as a creator. I'm sure it's been just as inspiring to Kaylee. And so I thank you for your boldness. I thank you for your fearlessness. I thank you for your trust in Kaylee and I to do something different. And I really hope that at the end of tomorrow night, you walk away with a sense of uh, accomplishment in yourself, that you walk away with some inspiration to continue doing what you're doing and that you continue to show up, whether it's with us or somewhere else, that you just like take that boldness and apply it to so many other things in your life. Because I felt that energy today. I felt the fearlessness and I was totally 100% here for it. And I needed it as much as you guys needed it. So that's like, to me, it's like gratitude. Like, thank you for coming. So let's fast forward to Saturday evening after the rooftop mixer. And while the staff was tearing down, Danny and I decided to stay at the venue uh, and have this reflection time for the podcast. I think it was around midnight that we actually recorded this. The sound, I'm going to apologize because we were in this building downtown. You can hear at some points like people on the streets outside. Um, But it was really important to us to get these feelings captured in the moment. So let's dive into our feedback and lessons learned from the full event on Saturday. 
Okay, so we just wrapped the fireside chat, panel, rooftop mixer. What an incredible night. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're both kind of sitting here, like, taking everything in. It honestly, I think, was better than either of us could have expected. Like, we had this vision, but to see everything come to life and, like, the feedback... I Yeah, I, I can't even put it into words right now. I'm not going to be able to speak well. I think... Honestly, yes, we had super high expectations, but I also think we were very reasonable with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, we tried to take the approach of, like, success to us just means pulling it off in general. Whatever that number looks like, whatever, you know the outcome is like we're just gonna put ourselves out there and and see what happens I don't I don't think we had like an actual objective like there was never a point where you and I were like we need to sell x amount of tickets we need to have x amount of feedback we need to have x amount of posts or I don't know like we just really took this approach of like whatever organically comes out of this weekend if it resonates we'll know Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't we'll know back to the drawing (laughs) board you know yeah um and I think it resonated. Actually, I know it resonated. I don't even yeah. know why I said I think. Yeah. It did resonate, for yeah. sure. I think, too, it was one of those things that, as you said, like, we weren't trying to sell a no. certain number of tickets. Obviously, it's nice to sell out an event totally. or to make money from an event. But for us, it was like, okay, if we can just pull this off <laughs> and, like, have people there that really value the content and really value, like, making those connections... I think that was a win for us. Yeah, and I think too, like the highlights of this evening for me were the raw moments. Um, I'm a crier, (laughs) I cry often, but I didn't think that this event would be the one because personally, I came into this feeling very much as a moderator. So I felt that I was coming in as like, hold the space, ask the questions, and allow the attendees as well as the speakers to kind of like dictate where the evening was going to go and all of a sudden I was super emotional and I think it was just looking at this room of young inspirational motivated hard-working women that were intently listening to what was being said and not by me like everything that Maria and Ali and you contributed was incredible and you could see that everybody was so engaged and that they were so interested and to me it was like kind of like a pan to the face like I just had this moment of like this is happening (laughs) I'm so pleased with the response that we're receiving but more importantly I felt like every answer that was given was honest it was raw it was vulnerable it was real and we asked questions that I think were not often asked in this space or in any space, you know, they were a little bit more in depth. They weren't as blanket or generic. It was very targeted to our theme, which was creativity and growth. Yeah. I mean, reflecting on the conversation that we had tonight in the panel, I think something that I was really uh, adamant about and you as well was that this was something that was going to provide value for people Mm -hmm. that they don't necessarily get those answers uh, just from an Instagram story or you know like we didn't want to cover just the most frequently asked questions of how did you grow your platform but also getting into like some of the deeper stuff and digging a little bit more into like the actual process and that sort of thing. And I think we did that well. And it was just a really cool 
moment to like be up there and see not only this conversation happening on the stage, but afterwards seeing those conversations happening amongst the attendees. And I think hosting something like this in a relatively small city like Calgary is like, I don't want to say unheard of because there are other events that I've been to But this just felt different. It felt like a very safe space. And both you and I have really wanted to curate like this community that is okay to talk about these things and that feels really supported and does not feel like they're in competition with each other. And I feel like that's something every industry needs more of and all women in general, like no matter what your career is, no matter what your path is, like there's always this like underlying feeling I think of being pitted against one another and especially when social media comes into play and like we spend so much of our time online especially with COVID and all of that right now like our focus can often be so much on like why them why not me like why did they get that opportunity why didn't I like not necessarily maliciously but just like feeling insecure about things and needing some sort of community to feel okay that like these women are not your competition like we can lift each other up and I think I hope we did a good job of that tonight and I think that like we just need more of that in general like not just in the city but just in general as women we need more of that Throughout our conversation, Danny brought up this feeling of, as an entrepreneur, being fully ready and kind of hesitating before launching anything, before executing an event, before making an announcement, uh, kind of that self-doubt of like, did we do enough? Like, will this be successful? I wasn't sure. I was like so sure. I was sure. I was you so sure, sure, but I was I was like there was no doubt in my mind at any point. That's so great. <laughs> I think there wasn't a doubt that it would be a success. I think there was always a piece of me that was like, am I fully ready? Like mm. when I took the plunge of entrepreneurship and owning my own events, the events that I've done up to this point have still been very client based. So like appeasing a client or following their vision and just executing and I know that I'm a pro at executing I know that I'm a like a total logistics manager I think where I struggled was will my vision come to life will people see it will people understand it will they totally get what I'm trying to you know sell to them in a sense of like what I value and what you and I value as partners in an educational workshop series and it totally came through like that was the satisfying piece for Mm -hmm. me. Not just like a great attendee list, not just like all of the cool, you know, aesthetic pieces that came together and wowed people. It was like the conversations afterwards where people were like, this resonated with me. I felt connected to people. I needed this. Like to hear somebody say I needed this was like, hey, I needed this too. So like, thank you for bringing your energy because I needed your energy just like you needed my energy. Mm-hmm. in a way you know 100% yeah okay so takeaways from today slash the full event I mean we're kind of at the end now we have tomorrow morning where we're doing like a wrap-up meeting mm-hmm. with the influencers but everything's done how do you feel what was the big lessons 
I think that the big lesson is like there's a need for this. There's there's opportunity for us to continue to grow this workshop. I think that the feedback that we received about what people are searching for in education and creative spaces and also in their own community, like what they need to grow their own community and their own support system, that was super valuable to me. And then from like a personal note, there's been a lot of shit storms that have come <laughs> our way. This has not been an easy month or an easy week, even an easy 24 hours. And, you know, maybe there will be an opportunity for Kaylee and I to expand on that in the future. But I think I've been thrown personally every sort of boomerang <laughs> yeah. in my life in the last 48 hours in a lot of ways. And I had to make a decision to either back down and to withdraw or to stand up and be proud of the person that I am, to own what I'm capable of doing, and to commit. Like, the commitment of following through with this event and putting my name all over it was kind of scary. Um, and I couldn't have asked for a better workshop partner in the sense of somebody that was like, we can do this, because I am I am a critical person. And more than anything, I'm critical of myself. So to leave this weekend and feel a huge sense of accomplishment, to feel like I didn't let anybody down, that there was nothing about the weekend that I'm like, I wish I would have done that differently. I wish I would have done this for my staff differently or, you know, help my vendors this way. I walk away truly satisfied. Mm -hmm. And I think satisfaction is something that we often lose in this industry where we can just truly reflect and be thankful and show gratitude for the work that we've done and the outcome that we have, you know? And that's where I'm at. It's just gratitude. I think for me, um, the takeaways, one saying yes, saying yes to things that maybe scare you or that sound challenging or that maybe you're like, mm, like, is now the right time? Like, just do it. I think being presented with this opportunity to do this event together, um, for me, from the beginning, I was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I was excited about it. Um, and I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in like the logistics of, well, it's COVID. Should we be hosting an event? Well, there's this. Well, the budget. Well, X, Y, and Z. So many excuses not to. Um, but it's easy to make excuses not to. It's hard to just say yes and to just start and to just do something, whether that's your content, your side hustle, your business, your career, whatever that is for you, I think there's something to be said about taking a leap of faith and taking risks and putting yourself in a position that you may feel uncomfy. Uncomfy. <laughs> That's our word of That's the weekend. That's our word of the weekend. Uncomfy. But if it's something that you're passionate about and that you believe in, that there can be these incredible outcomes. And mm -hmm. I think, I mean, we talked about this yesterday too, leaning on and trusting um, incredible partners like there's so many there's so many takeaways I'm like a little bit scatterbrained trying to fully gather in my head how I feel about everything but I do fundamentally believe in just like doing it starting somewhere you know this is our first event our first time like really working together yes. on a big project and this is not you know something small it was like a fair size, I would say, yeah. um, to be doing together for the first time and first times on anything are scary. Yes. But if you don't start, 
you can't grow and you can't get to the place that you want to be. And so who knows where this series will take us, this event, this partnership. I don't know, but we started. And I'm excited. I'm excited too. I think people (laughs) forgot that like this started because of one tiny campaign that we did together Mm -hmm. where technically I hired you. And then an idea that came out of that, that I said, I feel like I need a partner like Kaylee, you know, and we went from kind of strangers to all of a sudden fully being vulnerable with one another. And I think that that showed through tonight as well as there is a valuable thing about vulnerability. Like the, the more that you can embrace vulnerability and your rawness and your realness with other people, that was like the huge other piece tonight was just a group of women who totally 100% allowed each other into their space and their energy. It was so cool. I just, I can't. (laughs) A question Danny and I got asked a couple times on Saturday night was, what's next? Uh, What comes after Daydreaming 101? And this is a question that we have also been asking each other uh, pretty frequently and have been brainstorming even since before we were fully done executing Daydreaming 101. And the answer is that there will be something coming soon. We don't have a full announcement just yet, but to wrap up this episode, let's go to some final thoughts from Saturday night. We have a lot of feedback to process Mm -hmm. and we take it super seriously. And that's partially why we didn't announce anything this evening was because we wanted to take back what everybody had said and what they were looking for and develop and curate content, education, experiences, and networking that would make sense for where you guys are at. That's the big piece for us, is that it's authentic, it's approachable, it's affordable, and it makes sense for where you're at. So we appreciate your journey with us through this, like to to be here, whether you're a vendor, a sponsor, somebody who attended, a person who just sent us a message encouraging us and telling us that we're doing a great job. All of those little bits and pieces come together as one big thank you. Like we have nothing else to say but thank you and we can't wait to show you what's next. Yeah, I mean, I said this earlier in the panel and it's cliche, but it really was like our dream come true, I think. Like we called this weekend Daydreaming 101 and tonight just everything came together and it felt like a dream. So thank you everybody who was involved, who supported, who participated, who donated, like all of these things. It's hard to really put into words like how much it means to us, but the fact that you believe in us and that you came and that you enjoyed yourselves, like it really does mean a lot. So thank you. We're gonna go eat some food because it is currently 11.40 p.m. on Saturday night and uh, it's time for us to eat. Eat and maybe have like a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks guys.